I'd like to warmly welcome you to season two of Hope and Inspiration for People from Every Nation. I am your host, Alexandra, and welcome to today's episode. I wanted to talk today about reaching out for help. This is such an important topic. We all have felt stuck in life in one moment or another, unsure of what to do or how to move forward. We will all come across a time in our lives where we need to ask for help because we are human. We aren't perfect. We go through things, sometimes really hard things. This podcast episode is for you if you are on a healing journey or if you are wanting to start one. Sometimes we just know that something is wrong, whether we aren't in a good place mentally or emotionally or physically or spiritually. Sometimes we know that there is a problem, but we are unsure of the solution. And that's where asking for help comes into play. I wanted to share with you a little bit of my healing journey and my process of asking for help. I hope that the practical examples I share demonstrate to you a way of how you can ask for help and can educate you that good things can come from asking for help. A few years ago, I had just transitioned moving from one state to another. The transition was very difficult for me as I knew literally no one in the place I moved to but my family. During this transition, I became depressed and I had a very hard time making new friends in my new location due to my mental health issues. So I was on a phone call at my house with a friend and she told me about this clinic that does brain scans and they give treatment plans according to the test results. I found out that there was a clinic, a mental health clinic, not that far away from me. And so I talked to my parents about going and investing into getting a brain scan. I knew that something was wrong and that I wasn't okay mentally. So I went in for the scan and when I got my results, they were able to see how trauma had damaged my brain and that I had PTSD. So I went the natural route at first and so they gave me supplements and recommended books and they gave me therapy recommendations. I am so grateful that I went to this clinic and got the brain scan and test done because this introduced me to something called DBT dialectical behavioral therapy. I had never heard of it before, but it is a therapy that consists of a bunch of life coping skills. They're skills on how to focus on the present moment more instead of dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. They're skills on what to do if you are in distress or if you're suffering or in a crisis. They're skills on how to manage your emotions. They're skills on how to set boundaries with people, be effective in your relationships and your communication. So I purchased an online course from a therapist that had an online course and started watching the videos. The skills are skills that I have needed and have been looking for my whole life. I, le- I highly recommend checking out DBT, Dialectical Behavioral Therapy. So alongside of the mental health professionals recommending DBT, it was recommended that I get EMDR treatment afterwards for my PTSD. So I ended up reaching out to a therapist that does that, and upon hearing my story, she said that I wasn't ready for the therapy. I was disassociating a lot, and so I was encouraged to focus on mindfulness, focusing on the present moment in the meantime, and focusing on grounding techniques. So apart from watching the DBT videos from the course I purchased online, I was without therapeutic help. 
I was a part of a few online communities, but I still got really, really isolated. It wasn't until I had a psychotic episode in my house that help was taken to the next level. I thought that I was about to die in the middle of my psychosis and mania, but thankfully I survived. I had to be put on antipsychotics though. I hadn't slept in three days and I had no appetite and couldn't hold any food down. This is where some of my biggest healing ended up happening. DBT has skills groups where you meet weekly and learn a skill and you share how you are implementing the skill in your own life. So learning DBT self-paced on my own online was great, but help needed to be taken to the next level. I needed both peer support, group support, and professional support. So I reached out to the amazing therapist that ran an online group in my area, and it turns out that they had an opening. In order to join a group, you have to find a therapist, so I was on a quest to find one. I finally found one online that specialized in IMTT, which is a more gentle way of treating trauma than EMDR, but it's still trauma therapy. Even within just a few sessions, I experienced serious mental and even physical relief in my brain and my body. Upon hearing about the brain damage I had from trauma, she recommended that I do neurofeedback alongside of the therapy I was doing. And I'm telling you that this therapy works. My brain has never felt better since attending all the therapy sessions for my brain that I did. I noticed significant improvement in my cognitive functioning, and I experienced a decrease in my impulsive symptoms. So this isn't all of my therapy journey. I have gone through more therapy than I have mentioned to you. However, these are significant highlights. If I didn't go to the mental health clinic, I wouldn't have known about DBT therapy. If I didn't go to my therapist, I wouldn't have found out about another type of therapy that helps heal my brain. In life, we need each other. Mental health professionals are important, but also as a human, we are important. We all have information that someone else doesn't have, and that's why when something works for you, it's important to pass on the good news. We are called to be messengers of hope. So maybe you are at a place in your life right now where you are wanting to get help but are unsure of how to get it. I encourage you to just take one step forward. Do research on the internet, read mental health blogs, follow a therapist on social media, go on psychology today, and just try. Try to get help in the way that you think is right. Answers are available. Answers are out there, but answers just don't come by sitting around passively. Healing is so personal. What works for one may not work for another, but on the other hand, what has worked for your friend may actually work for you too. So I've shared with you in this podcast episode what has worked for me, and now I want to share with you a learning experience that I had. This will encourage you to not worry if you have a fear of failure or a fear of not getting things right the first time. I remember being desperate for a therapist, but not knowing which therapist to go to because there are so many choices to pick from. So I went on the website Psychology Today to try to find a therapist. I had a free phone call consult scheduled with a therapist. And so on the call, she wanted me to share a little bit of my story and what I was wanting and hoping to get out of therapy. 
And after I finished speaking, she mentioned that I talked a lot about trauma. She said from listening to me that trauma was a reoccurring theme in what I was saying. She encouraged me to find a therapist that specialized specifically in trauma and PTSD. Trauma and PTSD wasn't her specialty, and I completely honored her honesty and humility to be able to communicate that to me and to direct me to the right help. So I want to encourage you, don't get too discouraged if your first phone consult session with a therapist isn't a good fit. There's other options out there. A good therapist will redirect you to someone who is more specifically qualified to help you and your needs. It's good to come to a free consult with an open mind. Just because a therapist is the first consult you have doesn't mean that it is going to be the right fit. Sometimes that is the case and sometimes it's not. Finding the right therapist is a journey. There are times where I've reached out and a therapist was the right fit right away. And like I mentioned before, there was a time where the therapist wasn't equipped to help me with what I was going through. Something that's also really good is that it's also really good to research therapies to just see what is out there. Educate yourself. If you find a therapy that sounds like it is suited to your needs, it can narrow your search for a therapist. Therapy can be done either online or in person, depending on what you prefer. In the United States, if you do therapy online, you can have a therapist that is still in your same state, but they can be on the other side of the state. Online therapy deepens your options. So I want to wish you well on your healing journey. Emotional healing is possible. Heart healing is possible. Mental healing is possible. And I hope that by me sharing how I reached out for help and the benefits that came from it, I hope that encourages you to reach out for help in whatever way is best for you. Help is out there. And don't forget, healing is your inheritance. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. Until next time, be safe, have fun, and take care.